Without Con Edison, without AT&T, without Exxon, without McDonald's, without Walmart, without two and a half centuries of American civilization and industry. And that's exactly why I was with him right now, crossing a moral boundary from which there was no return. Help me look for a good hanging tree, Mad Dog ordered, as he stopped at a clearing deep in the woods and turned off the engine. Every moment... This felt more and more like a mafia execution. In the distance, I saw a deer bound across a clearing and disappear into the forest. It was such a strong, beautiful, graceful animal. I didn't think I could ever shoot one, unless Mad Dog told me to. After finding the tree and throwing pigging string over a branch, we returned to the truck and stood at the rear bumper next to the goat cage. This is your protein source, Mad Dog began his lecture. Right along its neck, is its carotid artery. You're going to straddle the goat, push your knife through from one side to the other, and cut out the throat. Then we're going to hang it, skin it, and butcher it. Symptoms? Dizziness, nausea, shortness of breath, self-disgust, guilt. He let the goat out of the cage and put a leash around its neck. It walked up to me and nuzzled its head against my leg. Then it stepped away and peed and shat on the ground. The more waste it passes now, Mad Dog said, the better. This was when reality set in. I felt in that moment like I was going to hell. The goat was able to handle a leash. It waited until it was out of its cage to relieve itself. It was practically domesticated. I didn't have to kill it. I could always ask Mad Dog if I could just keep it as a pet. Don't anthropomorphize your prey, Mad Dog barked when I confided this to him. Most animals won't piss and shit where they lay down. I've been trying not to get attached, I told him. That's why I haven't given it a name. I have, Katie blurted. I named it Betty. B-E-T-T-I-E. When did you do that? When she fluttered her little eyes at me. That was the last thing I needed to hear. Symptoms, everything, nothing, complete and total panic. I wasn't sure I could go through with this. I was wearing an olive baseball cap, a matching army shirt, khaki cargo pants, and a gun belt with a Springfield Armory XD 9mm on one side and a 3-inch rat knife on the other. This wasn't me. Until a month ago, I'd rarely even worn cargo pants or baseball caps, let alone guns or knives. Why, I asked myself, was I about to do this? Because I wanted to survive. This is what people did for protein before there were farms and slaughterhouses and packing plants, and refrigerated trucks, and interstate highways, and grocery stores, and credit cards. I never thought the day would come when I'd have to make a backup plan. A Brief Confession I've begun to look at the world through apocalypse eyes. It usually begins in airports. That's when I get the first portent of doom. I imagine explosions, sirens, walls blown apart, bodies ripped from life. Then, as I gaze out of the taxi window after arriving in a new city, I see people bustling around on their daily routine, endless rows of office buildings and tenements teeming with activity, thousands of automobiles rushing somewhere important, and it all seems so solid, so permanent, so unmovable, so absolutely necessary. But all it would take is one war, one riot, one dirty bomb, one natural disaster, one marauding army, one economic catastrophe, 
one vial containing one virus, to bring it all smashing down. We've seen it happen in Hiroshima, in Dresden, in Bosnia, in Rwanda, in Baghdad, in Halabja, in New Orleans. Our society, which seems so sturdily built out of concrete and custom, is just a temporary resting place, a hotel our civilization checked into a couple hundred years ago and must one day check out of. It's an inevitability tourists can't help but realize when visiting Mayan ruins, Egyptian ruins, Roman ruins. How long will it be before someone is visiting American ruins? That's how the world looks through Apocalypse eyes. You start filling in the blanks between a thriving city and a devastated one. You imagine how it could happen, what it would look like, and whether you and the people you love could escape. Of course, I don't want it to happen. Hopefully it will never happen. But for the first time...